0: Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent!
1: Straight so at the Scarlet Halls and recording our first episode of 2020. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And
2: I'm. Season two, the new year, is he going to use a
1: fake name? No, because
2: I'd forget it immediately. I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag.
1: And this is Smiggenstein, everybody. Welcome, Smiggenstein.
2: Hey, it's me, Smiggenstein. I lived for two days because Aaron wanted to see what death knights were like, and then he stopped caring.
1: It's really weird. I feel like we've, we've only taken off two weeks, but it feels like it's been an eternity since you've actually recorded a podcast.
2: We haven't recorded a podcast all year.
3: <laughs> we,
1: this, we haven't recorded
3: a podcast this decade, even. <laughs>
1: well, you know, we are now officially an award-winning podcast, even if that award was given to ourselves by ourselves. <laughs> but you can't take that away from us, what we have yeah, exactly. given ourselves. It may be
2: in a tiny asterisk at the bottom of the page that it was given to us, but it still counts, okay? Semantics.
1: Holidays are over, we are here, and we're ready to talk about what we did in WoW, which I feel like is actually a metric fuck ton. I'm going to start because I want to talk about myself. And we talked about it a little bit before during the first annual Best Bakers Award Show. But I finally got my violent proto Jake from finishing the Christmas events that were happening. I'm sorry, winter events that were happening. It it
2: was fun because I have confirmed that you have now gotten it. But at the time that you rode on Jake's shoulders and you had your heart to heart, you revealed to us you did not, in fact, actually have him yet. We were living a farce at the Fabus.
1: (laughs) I just needed one more day and I couldn't I didn't have the time. But now but now I have him. And he's ugly, but I have the achievements. So that's yep. all that matters.
2: <laughs> As I was telling, I was about to say his real name, but I guess canonically he's Papa Cheese. I was telling Papa Cheese once that you were trying to get the Violet Proto Jake and he was goes, "Ugh, why? That's the worst one of them.
1: Oh, poor Jake. Hey, he's not pretty. Let's see. So I did that. I got my Death Knight to level 120 through Korok's Revenge. Nice. I got my Warlock, to level 120 through Korok's Revenge. It's really weird. I am once again, as usual, in a tailspin trying to figure out what I'm gonna play in 8.3. Even though I'm pretty sure I'm gonna play a mage, I'm entertaining the idea that I will play a warlock or a death knight or a disc priest.
3: Well, you know what
1: that means. That means we have to bring back the
3: honkometer. Honkometer. <laughs>
1: Who will I play? I'd give you a hint. It's probably gonna be a mage. Well, my death knight actually might be in contention because I'm debating tanking for us. I was talking to Lin, our raid lead, Ooh. and he said that having competent tanks has been the best thing that's happened to this guild. Just because, like, you know, like <laughs> taking is pretty important. Uh, were, and were you I,
2: saying that previous leader of the guild, Bearforce One, was perhaps not competent?
3: Uh, no, I'm not saying that. Well, I mean, like, I feel like it's fair to say that Bear was not the most competent at times. He did raid several knights in a row with an intellect polearm.
1: He was lovably incompetent sometimes. I'll say that. That is true. But so then he said he would really like to have a monk tank. And so I'm like, I could do that. Like, I have a monk. I could monk tank. I'm debating and seeing if my recruiting leads me to any main tanks that want to actually do it or if I'm going to have to do it. I kind of don't want to.
2: You shouldn't have told me that Monk Tank is what he wanted. (gasps) That poor, beaten down man just lifted up his head and I saw a glint in his eye. Will 2020 be the year of Wigglestein? No. No. No, it never will be. But that is in that is interesting.
1: What about you, Mune? What did you do in WoW this week?
3: I also feel like I have played the most WoW I have in a while this last week or so. Like, once the holidays wound down, I found myself... Just playing a whole lot of WoW, I did all the normal things, I did a decent amount of Mythic Plus, and even dipped into some PvP. Fascinatingly, even though I was never arming it, I finally just somehow casually got all of the essences needed to get the T-Mog set for, from the Shadowlands pre-order. Nice! It just dropped, like, the last piece dropped off of, like, some random world quest I was doing, and I was like, oh, right, yeah, I forgot that that was a thing I was supposed to be doing this whole time, so then I got my T-Mog.
2: Fun fact, I'm Finally. also eligible for it, despite not paying for it. Wait, what? I don't know. I was fighting people at like the spot in Najatar, like, up by their base on the bridge. And all of a sudden, an NPC with a quest over its head appeared there. And I said, excuse me? And then it gave me the quest to get the T-Mog. I have not pre-ordered that. I don't know why what? he was there.
1: But here I am. Maybe I'll get it, too. Wait, that's crazy. That doesn't sound right. That sounds like you. I'm calling Blizzard. I, I I have
2: yet to get any of the little nodules because I don't know how to get them. But I do have the quest.
1: I, I did. Did someone like share it with you? Maybe like you were in a raid group and someone was like, "Here, take maybe, this quest." Maybe Which if ac- you could do that. Happened
2: accidentally. Yeah. All I know is, you better narc on me to Blizzard. They took away sexy puppet shows. I won't have them take away this, too.
1: <laughs> You're fucked, buddy. Get fucked,
3: Chucklehead. So, in addition to that T-Mog, I also leveled a character to 120. And let me just say, Metalloid is back from the dead. Whoa! Can you fucking believe it? Because I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't either, but he is 120. I started
1: gearing him up. I did a Mythic 12 on him. Shit. Wait a minute, I forgot. We, we, when you say it like that, that sounds actually insane. You have notoriously hated that turtle boy and his little panda, or I'm sorry, panda boy and his little turtle, and then he ran a Mythic 12 on him?
3: Yeah, I mean, did I run a higher Mythic plus key on Metaloid than on Immune this week? Yeah, I mean, you could say that Metaloid might be back.
2: I mean, I did the same with Booty. It's it's Panda Week, baby.
3: Panda Week, yeah. In light of Panda Week, what did you do this week, Aaron?
2: This week, I buckled down and I focused on that lore master with Growlina, and I knocked out not only—I guess I say not. There's only two things. I completed Kalimdor. I did like three or four of those to completely be done with that. And I said, oh, this stinky continent is done. Time to move on to the next stinky continent." So she is currently in Outland, which, in case anyone saw the most recent live journal entry, sucks.
3: I it's hate too big. Outland. Oh it's my too God. big.
2: It's designed for flying, which means they're like everything should be barren and nothing on the ground, and it's awful. I completed Blade's Edge Mountain, and as I am speaking, I am close to beating Netherstorm, which means I'm only one away from being done with Outland and actually having fun with my lore master again.
1: Hooray! Man, I do not envy you.
2: Nope, and in fact, I'm here to share some pain, because I'm calling an early time war.
1: No! Is it about Outland? Fuck me! (laughs) Why would you do this?
2: It's season two. People may be picking us up out of the blue on episode 50-some. Time Warp is our trivia game. I call it, and these gentlemen have 40 seconds to answer questions about... To answer my trivia questions. So a big part of the Netherstorm, where I currently am, is dealing with the Ethereals. They have many different Nexus princes. Can you give me their names? Oh
3: no, no.
2: And begin.
1: Atherius, Nethersis, Atherium, Uh Prince Jahan, Prince <laughs> Prince Shaggy, uh, Prince Velma. <laughs> <Woody>. Prince scrappy doo <laughs> Prince Scooby Dum um um R- Ruby Roo uh, Prince Akeke. Ab- at K- A- A- Prince Abu Prince uh, Abu Mr Ali Big time, time Sal. cell I never felt less <laughs> I like Normally I can guess some of these. I, I, this one, I I know there was new, no chance of me getting any of them right.
2: Okay. So as a tiebreaker, which I feel like maybe it's the quality of my questions. I'm the only one who has ever, ever has to do tiebreakers. As a tiebreaker, there <laughs> I are I think five it's also the them. quality
3: of Outland, but.
2: That's very true. As, as a tiebreaker, there are five of them uh, on the, When I say go, give me how many are dead. And go.
1: Four, three, Three. two, one. Oh, oh, Uh,
2: I guess that was his hot strategy just to count down. But (laughs) (laughs) slide got it with four. There is only one living Nexus Prince anymore.
1: What are their names? Are they even like remotely guessable?
2: Uh, That's debatable. If you love vaguely Middle Eastern names cuz here comes I'm sorry Nexus King Saladar, Nexus Prince Balal, Nexus Ki- Nexus Prince Haramad, that's the one that's left. Nexus Prince Shafar and Nexus Prince Razan. Jesus.
3: Razan like
1: the Loa? Uh
2: yes, R A Z A A N.
1: Wow, almost related completely with that double A.
2: Yep, I looked up like <laughs> famous Ethereals and the only one I could vaguely remember was Locus Walker. And I only remember cuz I find that a stupid name.
3: But here I go. I am going to chug some of this gin and juice. sipping on mm. gin and juice. Talking about gin and
2: juice. Mine and my mm. Money, and my money,
1: money.
2: I'm a shrimpy white guy singing about gin and juice. Is that copyrighted?
1: Can we get like a strike for that from like the podcast police? Yes, too much Snoop, of the songs Snoop
2: Lion is going to destroy us.
1: Whew. You know what? I forgot to mention what we did in WoW is me and Immune have been doing arenas again. And we've been doing them as my warlock and his hunter. The most unlikeliest of fucking doing combos. More yeah, arenas? we need you. We need yeah, your help. I'm not,
2: I'm, I'm not getting any text. Hit me up.
1: Our strategy, which I was telling him what we should do. We should pick the classes that have the most pets. I think you have a class with pets, right? Do you have a pet I class? have
2: a warlock and I have a hunter.
1: So and either those, we are did, the, like,
2: those are the two, right?
1: Yeah, so I was thinking of just doing like either like my undead or my holy decay or my demonology warlock and just spamming pets. He'll be BM with all the pet options, and then you can have all the pet options and we can swarm them with our pets and overwhelm them with our <laughs> scariness.
2: <laughs>
1: Menagerie it. It makes you feel any better. Our current win loss is ten wins and like twenty nine losses. We've been uh, getting our butts kicked. <laughs> yeah, not having a healer is uh, not fun. Well, like I don't know what to do as a warlock if they if they come and hit me. I can't run away. I already used my portal. Yeah, and I, you just, just kind of
2: <laughs> slap buttons until you're
1: dead. Stun, stun, stun. Interrupted. Stun. I'm dead. Well, I guess it's time to cover the important, the most important news that happened the, in 2020. The, the big juicy
2: peach of news that we were we've given.
1: Been, ooh, we've been sitting on this nugget all episode, waiting to reveal this shit. Ooh, and boy is it some shit. We started off
3: 2020, started off this brand new decade by technically joining a new guild.
1: January first, <laughs> 2020. We decided we have had enough of this old man ruining our guild. So we literally got everybody and moved them over to a new guild just to avoid one stinky old man. It
2: is the most mean girls thing you can think of. If Phoenix Fusion had 400 members, 399 of them are invited to this new guild. <laughs>
1: You guys are probably, if you are a long-time listener, you have probably heard me griping about the state of our guild repeatedly, how we've had no GM, how we've had really no uh, power to do anything or invite people. Well, that all came to a head very recently and exploded in some of the craziest and I think kind of the saddest guild drama I've heard of in a long ass time.
3: For a little bit of quick background, our old GM, who was a GM when the three of us first joined this guild, had to step away from the game. So without any like formal vote amongst any of the members, or I guess some of the like core officers just discussed it, they appointed this other guy. Um, are, we, are, are we using names or no? This motherfucker's name is crit and on more? Our old GM gave Crit control of this guild, and for a while it was okay, other than the fact that he decided to just straight-up eliminate raider status so that none of us who were core raiders were able to get the proper amount of repairs or access any of the mats in the guild bank or take out anything that was important for us during our raiding, which was annoying. And also, If, if, I, was... if
2: I remember, and he did that, like, during late Daza, so it's been a hot second since we've been able to use any of these benefits
1: mm-hmm.
3: so like I, like yeah you said it was during Daza, so we put up with this as a entire guild for a while and other than that like whenever we had any complaints he was just pretty radio silent just ignored most of our in-game mail But it came to a bigger head when he removed some of the perks of the different ranks so that you had to be really, really high up in the guild to even invite anyone into the guild.
1: Just imagine having a GM who was absent. But he would log on at four or five in the morning during old people time, and he would make changes to the guild that you weren't aware of until you went to use them. I kind of became the unofficial official head recruiter for this guild, and I was getting people in the guild repeatedly. But this man, he has a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that he uses to track every single person's alts. So if you don't send him the information to put into the guild notes, he sends you an angry in-game mail basically demanding that he knows who this person is and why and why they were added when they were added. And
2: And it's within a few hours because I remember having an alt and then we entered Korok's Revenge and within Korok's Revenge, Immune got a note asking who I was.
3: I ignored it, which also may have, like, sent him into a frenzy, because I think pretty soon after that he removed anybody's rights to add anyone to the guild.
1: Well, it's kind of like, why are we being treated like we're five years old and we need to have this information for a spreadsheet that only literally this man can see? And it provides very little benefit to anybody but himself, because he's playing guild runner... 2020, the Steam game. Like, he's running his own simulation right now. I have been talking to him a lot because as a head recruiter, I'm getting a lot of bodies in and I can't modify their guild info because Blizzard made guilds kind of shitty when they changed like some rankings and on and some like who can do what so only the hierarchy members could change guild status of like notes so whatever to be fair we could have sent a mail easily but it's just like why would i it's so stupid but so this man as we said he he deleted the rank we dealt with this for so long since the beginning of bfa and then, when he removed a deceased guild member, who apparently had gained legacy status in that guild, where all the officers agreed they would not remove this person. Because, you know, like, once they're... You can't add them back. It was, like, an in-memoriam thing. And when he was confronted about this, he basically shrugged it off and said, meh, as if it didn't matter. And it's like, dude, like, that's so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. All these things came to a head, and...
3: A bunch of our core raiders and officers got together in a meeting where basically we decided that we were going to send in-game mail and any other way that we can contact them to our current GM, and also the old GM, just in case he for some reason was able to see it, and we were going to give them a week to respond. We basically were like, give our old GM his guild back and give us all the permissions we deserve, or we're all going to leave and create a new guild and try to bring everyone over because you're not handling this guild properly.
1: Yeah, and even even before that, me and uh, another member honors, we had sent him mail because so he, he took away invite status from veterans in this guild. There is probably five officers and six guild heralds, which means that the other like ninety nine percent of the guild are all veterans, and the only people playing the game consistently were mostly veterans. So now with the with the a horizon of eight point three over the hill it's coming up it's so close on that day it was announced he removed the ability to invite people from veterans which means that he basically stymied the guild into being hard to recruit because he didn't want to have to update his little spreadsheet so we sent him mail and we gave him seven days to respond to the mail and after seven days the meeting that immune mentioned was held at which point we were going to give him another seven days a two full weeks we were going to give him until we learned that at one point, our former GM, Bear Force One, had come back and had tried to reclaim the guild from this old man, and the old man said, no, you're going to have to prove to me that you'll be online more. And he wasn't like, this. this guild exchange wasn't permanent. It was a clearly defined, when I come back, I'll take it, and then we're done. You know, like, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Mm-hmm. But he said nah man i'm i'm sitting on this pile of two million gold in the guild bank and i'm gonna hold on to it for as long as i can
2: that's also my favorite is like you have to you have to pinky promise me you're gonna come back more from a man who logs in twice a week for one hour to just scan over the list and look for new names
1: exactly (laughs) it's so fucked up so once we learned that our our old gm I'm gonna. I mean, to be fair, I would say he was our true GM. He was the one who we were the most loyal to. When he tried and couldn't get it, we basically said, Well, we're not gonna get this guild back any other way. So we're gonna have to leave this guild because he's ignoring our mail. He'd never answered any of our mail for the past two weeks. So we got our asses up and we moved into a new guild all willy-nilly and it honestly was kind of scary because we have to make sure that we get every single member of our guild over there because you know like we're a guild we're a community we're a family so we can't leave anyone Mm -hmm. behind
3: slide and i spent a few hours where we just basically went through the guild roster and sent in-game mails to every person who we felt might be coming back at any point over the next several months um telling them basically the spark notes of everything that just transpired and where to find us and to add us on bnet if they need an invite to our new guild so that took a while and i think so far it's been paying off
1: oh it's for sure people have been swarming into our guild left and right which is amazing but one of the one of the things is crazy so i knew that this man crit on proudmore logs in just about every single day at like five or six a.m it's very early so I'm already awake at this time, and I'm going to work. I would check the WoW the Wow app, the companion app, and see if was online. Well, sure enough, one of these times, I caught him online. And this was after we had already moved a lot of our alts and a lot of our, like, members over to this new guild. And I said, hey, I, I didn't think you'd be online. And he responds, hey, what's up? And I was like, uh, nothing much. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You? And I'm like, well, I said I was good already, so I'm, I'm good. And I said, so do you, what's happening with the guild? And then he says, oh, I don't know. I'll have to ask Grandpa. And I was like, Grandpa? <laughs> what are you talking about? The around the world. I was like, what do you mean, Grandpa? And he said, oh, uh, Grandpa's currently on a road trip in a camper. Traveling for three months to Canada and then to Mexico. So I'm sitting here like, wait a fucking second. We sent mail to the GM of our guild, and the GM of our guild was on a camper trip going to Canada and Mexico, which means that this supposed child or grandchild of the GM was reading the mail slash running the guild. And I was like, wait a second. What are you talking about? Can you please tell your grandpa that we have guild issues that need to be brought up to him? Like, what's going on here? And then he said, okay, I'll tell grandpa. I have class now. Bye. And then he logged off. One of my personal
3: favorites was when you relayed this information to everyone who was associated with the effective coup. Then, like our holy paladin Sin was like, "Wait a minute! How long has our guild been run by children?" (laughs) (laughs) I just picture like the GM cape being a trench coat, and then just like two tiny children stacking on top of each other and like hidden inside of it. <laughs> but
2: and, it was- and then, and then that led to my favorite part of the coup, which was members of the old guard came and they like busted out the golden weapon they had held. They're like, not only will we contact crit like by his B net, we're going to call him. On his human phone.
1: Yeah, so that's another thing. We had tried really hard to contact like the veteran members, like our old GM or people who had access to the main circle that was the higher power above us, and we tried, and nobody answered us. So we're sitting here on like a lower level, like what the fuck are we supposed to do? And they all came flooding in when it was way too late. It was like literally like two days too late when they're like, wait, we had this phone number, we have this, we can do this, and I'm like, what? y'all oh, two weeks ago it was very odd it was like once we held these st- just
3: two meetings and decided that we were you know our, our hands had been forced and we needed to create a new guild where we were actually able to do the things we needed to do to function properly as a guild and as a raiding team once we made that decision and started moving people over it's like for some reason a bat signal was activated and then five or six of these old members came back and they're like wait why did nobody ever tell us that anything was happening and it's like first off we did try to reach out to them second of all if they were like around at all doing anything interacting with any of us they would have known this way long ago because we've had all these problems as Aaron said earlier like this was during early Daza,
2: and then they would they for, from my experience they'd come in and they'd be like oh, guys I can't believe it Phoenix Fusion's ending all the members of the coup are like yes <laughs> <laughs> we're starting a new chapter it's like oh guys can you believe it we're all leaving it's like yes we've already left
1: and well it's it is it's insane people who haven't seen it like forever came back but Honestly, shout out to Future. Future came back and like told us the truth of what was happening. Apparently, the officers knew about this whole thing happening with our old GM asking for the guild back. And when our when new old man Crit said no, they knew about it. And nobody told us. And Future said they deserve to know what's going on. I feel like the officers were operating at such a like a secretive level that they, that they didn't want any of this to seep down to us. So, we, so that way we'd like... We wouldn't know what was happening, but we knew on our own accord anyway. So they were trying to like protect the sanctity of the guild. It kind of backfired because we ended up creating the coup, like the veterans who were playing the game who weren't that old. You know what I mean? Like it was. A, yeah, it was. It, a was weird dynamic. it was just
2: the it was just the collection of like 20 players who were veterans. I think maybe one or two of us were founding members or people with higher status. But like it was it was literally like a mutiny created by the middle class <laughs> By just the regular <laughs> folks,
3: and honestly, every, everyone moved over pretty quickly without any real struggle because all of us I, I think one of the raiders said it pretty well. like there was just like a an air of like micro aggression that was just and microtoxicity that was like in the guild that just like had bad juju because like we weren't able to do anything. Everyone was kind of down on. The status of the guild and now ever since we moved over and we already have like a, a good majority of the active players over here now it just feels like a more open and welcome place people are doing mm-hmm. things a bunch of different new kind of content together
1: it's just it's just nice to see i mean it's an it's a guild that's nine years old technically older because get this aaron i don't know if you knew this Almost a full decade ago, this same thing happened to this guild, and it's what caused two, two Wait, guilds to come together. over a
2: decade ago, as in 20 years ago? 10 years ago. Oh, over ten, a decade. About 10 years ago. Yeah, talking about the original formation. Okay, I, I thought yeah. it was, because I know Phoenix Fusion is nine years old. I thought you were saying 19 years ago, like they were playing EverQuest 1. Oh, no, no. They were playing Ultima Online, and this happened, <laughs> because I know a lot of the members are like 50 plus.
1: Yeah, it was it's a weird dynamic going on. But then get this. So back to the GM leaving and putting his grandkids in charge of his account, which I thought was bizarre. So I'm like, everybody, a grandkids running the, the guild? What does this mean? So we all kind of messaged him to figure out what was going on. And it turned out that the GM of the guild responded to one of our old members text messages. Because she had his number. And she texted him and said, Crit, what's going on? Are you on a road trip? Why is your grandkid running the guild? And he basically would just like, Yeah, I'm on a three-month road trip with my wife. I'm, I'm traveling in my camper. I put my son and my daughter in charge of the guild. Is that a thing you can do? Why would you put your children in charge of your account and the guild instead of handing it over to somebody who you know is a member of the community and can like manage it well you know like this is a lot of the old
2: guard are not only like adults they're grown like they easily could have taken over for just the three months he was gone
1: yeah and but so during all these talks his account credibility on frogmore is still logging on and making changes, so he would log on, and he would he took away the power of everybody but himself. So I'm like, wait a minute, is this Grandpa calling his like kid and being like, "Hey, I need you to make these changes in the guild," or is it just is he just lying and pretending to be his own grandson that way we don't have to argue with him or something?
3: Both options here are really messed up in different ways either way he thinks that pretending to be his son or daughter or grandchildren is better than just facing the problem he created for himself by being an absent gm that was stifling the growth of this guild or he is actually handing over the reins of his guild to his offspring who likely don't know what they're doing or do know what they're doing and are purposely sabotaging the guild i don't i don't know there's no good options here
2: the more i think about it the more i kind of want it to be the latter because i really like his son or daughter waking up and like they see there's a message in the answering machine and they hit the button and it's just like <laughs> beep hey it's your dad Smigenstein needs to go
1: beep <laughs> that's gotta be it he's
2: he's just leaving audio dead drops for his children <laughs> like well, I, yeah. I i know i'm at the grand canyon but i saw an immunization talking some shit in the chat delete them it's
3: funny it's though fu- because at some point this week a few days ago basically everybody who had mutinied everyone who had left Phoenix Fusion for our new chapter of Phoenix Fusion had like all of their alts were purged which means that I feel like this is the only time in all of its existence that Crits spreadsheet helped somebody do something
1: because I removed everybody's guild info that he cherished so much so like my account said brainbuster slide whistle's ultimate or er, god it said Brain He's ultimate. He's waving <laughs> in the
0: background.
1: <laughs> it said brainbuster. Slide whistles alt. I deleted the part that said slide whistles alt. So theoretically, there was no possible way he could trace this character to mine unless he had this fucking spreadsheet, which he must have trained his kids. Or he's a liar. Aaron, this is a part that you haven't heard yet, because this has only really happened in officer chat and in like voice, which has happened like recently. Do tell. We democratically appointed a new leader of uh, honors who has been in the guild since its inception, and he messaged Crit again. Crit, quote unquote, or Crit's grandson, quote unquote, who knows. And so he basically said, giving access to others is against the game rules, especially when it's the guild leader. And then he put Mercy's account sharing. Nobody was told he was going on a vacation, to which credibility the gm responded i am a minor living in his home actually a dependent child (laughs) there's no way it's the child there's no (laughs) way (laughs) The basically says oh we've read the rules on this and blizzard says if it's a minor it's okay i actually think maybe
3: crit while pretending to be his offspring looked up Blizzard's terms of service and there, and literally copy and pasted where it said that it's okay if you are a dependent child who lives in the same home to share an account. It's like, yeah, this will get him.
2: This is another one, though, where it's interesting. Either it's him pretending and he's a 60-some-year-old man or this is actually his son and this is like a guy in his mid-30s like, I haven't had a job in 15 years. <laughs> I'm a dependent child. In the yes. eyes of the law. <laughs> or,
3: or it's that guy's son who's like five years old. Credibility.
0: You I'm can't follower. you can't cross me. I'm a dependent child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because Crit is, Crit is pretty old. Not pretty old. He's retired. I, I've talked to him before. I've, I've seen his face before. He is a pretty older gentleman. He's a Navy SEAL. He looks like a very retired man. And so somebody who'd be his son would definitely not be... A Minor. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's Buck wild that either he's pretending or he's like, God, don't forget to say this line that you're a dependent in my home. So when Blizzard checks the logs, they see that it's all okay. Yeah, though, no, this is
3: like some weird Star Wars prequel shit where Crit's like, execute Order 66, eliminate all the ults.
0: Slide whistles corruption. <laughs> it runs deep. <laughs> Uproot him before he can poison the rest
1: when he when he took out all the alts out of the out of the guild he removed 500 members there is no way that that's all alts he purged literal members who we are gonna be almost unable to contact now because like we sent a lot of mail but get this apparently blizzard has an in-game mail limit you can send in a certain amount of time which i guess makes sense for like spammers and stuff I sent about maybe fifty, sixty mails, and then it said you can't do that anymore. <laughs> so I had to have Immune do it. So like we, we hit a cap on it, and he purged five hundred members from our roster. Which means surely some of them are caught in the crossfire, right? Like there's, like, there's no way that some weren't.
2: And what's so sad is the last time that I logged on to Wigglestein, who was, to my knowledge, the final member who was in Phoenix Fusion. There were people talking in the logs. And people are like, I guess everyone left. And it's like, will you be joining the new one? And they're like, I don't know how the search bar works, so I guess not. So Don't worry. If, if they got purged, they, may, they might be too old or too not knowing of the game to find the new one.
1: Ugh, but the good thing is, is that I do remember seeing that in Guild Chat before I, I was kicked from the guild. And I did grab those two members. So they are in the current guild right now. Because <laughs> I, I forgot saw that, I was their like, oh names, my but
2: I saw that and I was like, oh I was, no.
1: I was like, I gotta save them. I It was funny is that in my vocabulary, I have never used the word fairy before. Like F-E-R-R-Y. And I swear to God, this past two weeks, I have used the word fairy a billion times because i feel like i am going back to the wreckage of our old guild and i'm finding drowning guild members putting them on my little lifeboat and i'm paddling them to shore ferrying them to ellis island the new promised (laughs) land free from crit and like here you go here's your stop i gotta go back for more i'll be back the moral of the story is i have moved from unofficial official recruiter to official head recruiter of this new guild which is currently named shenanigans with a z which will currently be changed to a new guild name once we vote so if you're interested in joining a guild on proudmoor with a name that's not shenanigans well well, technically it is right now but not for long yeah, but like I don't don't just don't get hung up on the name It's changing please send me an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com the Last time one of y'all joined the guild y'all messaged somebody who wasn't me and told them, hey I'm here from the podcast and these people don't know we do a podcast yet <laughs> So they were like uh someone's here saying they're from a podcast with immune slide and Aaron. <laughs> and we had to fucking be like yeah that's, that's not us yeah that's me i don't know who aaron is but yeah meanwhile
3: because aaron doesn't have a moniker he scurries off into the streets of Bareilles.
1: i was like I-, I told you to send me an email don't apply to the guild and i don't know how he did this like i don't know how he got in but he got invited and props to you You're, you probably were lost in the purge that just happened but if you want to rejoin us just send me an email we need some main tanks. We need some DPS. We just need you to come hang out with us. We're doing nothing. We have a fresh new guild roster. We have a fresh new structure. We're going to do this right. Or you can also
3: tweet at us at do not pod or any of our personal ones or whatever you fuck you want to do.
2: Slide's too nice to tell you this, but I'm willing to be a back alley Betty. Now that we got a boy in officership, DNR is going to take this place over. If you want to be part of the takeover, come join us. Shenanigans. We're going to fix the name.
1: I'm going to slip in the name. Hey, guys, what if our name is like, do not relent after like, you know, Commander Winden. Remember that guy? We all love that guy.
2: (laughs) What a wacky, (laughs) what a wacky reference.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So please, if you hated all that guild drama, just bear with us because that was a lot we had to get off our chest and just say out loud to the world because we are still mega pissed that this even had to happen in the first place. We moved because of one cranky old man who cannot admit he was wrong and could not help the guild. If you're a GM out there, please listen to your guild members because if you don't, they're all going to leave and they're all going to be sad about it. We're all sad about it still.
3: Also, just to cap this off, I I want to say something that has not been said yet. In the aforementioned text messages with the current GM of our old guild, he said, quote, It's okay. When I'm back in three months, I'll fix it
1: all. Unquote. (sighs) How out of fucking touch are you, man? Come on. Well, not only that, but he also did say, I didn't get any in-game mail. If they said they sent any, they're lying. Or maybe, you old bitch, you went on a camping trip and didn't tell anybody, so that mail went to your grandson, who read your mail, and deleted it, you dummy. Can you
2: imagine him at like, the campsite in Wyoming. He's just looking at his phone. His wife's like, Peter, what's wrong? And then he looks over his
1: shoulder Yes,
2: it's all over, Gladys. (laughs) They're going. (laughs) Watch watch the numbers drop, Gladys.
1: That is the only redeeming thing I can think of, is that his grandkids, kid quote-unquote if it even is true said he's really enjoying retirement he's on this trip right now and to receive a phone call and text message about guild trauma from the internet being like everyone's leaving what have you done and and he hopes that it just ruins his road trip (laughs) like that's the only thing we have going right now
3: yeah that's the that's like the one thing that would help all of us he's ruined like our last year of this guild so like yeah he can worry about this on his three month road trip
2: the last thing I'll say of it is I remember during Christmas, Caitlin slash Cubbybub was like, oh, I want to get you like a plaque that has your guild on it. Because there was someone on Etsy who was making those. Like it was in the style of like what floats below your name. And she was like, do you want a Phoenix Fusion one? And I was like, I don't know. Like Something weird might be happening. (sighs) Part of me is glad, but you know what, as I'm saying it, part of me (laughs) would love to have unwrapped a Phoenix Fusion to then... Destroy it like three days later.
1: I never felt an attachment to the name until we had to leave it behind. I was like, this is just a stupid name.
3: I mean, and, like, I also never felt an attachment in particular to the name until I realized that I would have to join a new guild and have shenanigans shenanigans. with a Z under my name
1: because it's ugly as fuck and I hate it. If this ever comes up, please let everybody know because everyone thinks that I'm the only person complaining about this, even though I'm speaking for literally, like, eight people that I know of. But everyone's like, oh, the slide hates the name, so we're changing the name. No, bitch. Literally, like, a lot of us hate the name. Ugh. But that's neither here nor there. What matters is that everyone's together, and we want you to join us. Except for you, Crit. Fuck you. The one person that's not allowed to join. But yeah, someone said it, and
3: like the whole kerfuffle of us leaving. Like, yes, like Phoenix Fusion was our name, but we were a guild. We were a collection of people that enjoyed each other's company. So it's like, we're the same now. We're just under a different name.
1: And one of the parts that I, I love the most is that, so in leaving this guild, we had to leave behind two and a half no 2.1 million gold that wasn't being used anyway and this new guild started off with 100k gold they already had in the bank we have added 400k to it we're at half a mil now people are just nice. dumping their gold into it like i dumped 20k into it cynical dumped like 80k into it like people are giving like gold so we can have repairs to the members like people like this is like weirdly really, like uniting everybody in this cause it's so bizarre but i'm, I'm here for it
2: Coming at you with a late-in-the-game Growl on the Prowl. It's the girl herself starting season 2 of Growlina on the Prowlina.
0: Welcome back to Growl on the Prowl, DN Army. I'm chilling with my soul sister, Martil who's going to help me with my singing career. Now, Mar, I assume you watched the first Best Bakers Award.
2: Mm, Can't say that I did.
0: Well, you most assuredly missed out. Yours truly entertained at least two to three dozen partygoers with my beautiful singing voice. Oh, wow, congratulations. Sorry I missed it. Yes, you truly should be. Well, Mar, what do you think my next step should be to expand on my fame? Well, you're clearly
2: not afraid to put yourself out there, seeing as you yelled out here for the last ten
0: minutes or so. I guess just keep going and market yourself more? Will you spread the word about my performance to all who will listen? Will you do that for me? (laughs) LOL, sure. Just make sure to give me a shout-out at the Grammys. Can do, Mar. Well, with that, you boys in the studio can take over while I practice my harmonics.
2: (laughs) Oh, Growlina, it may be 2020, but you're the perfect vision I see
1: so
3: now that we have that guild drama out of the way in the rear window for now also again apologies if you did not want to hear all of that guild drama but we felt like we needed to do it for our own cathartic experience but now that that's all out of the way Right in front of us, less than a week away by the time you guys are listening
1: to this, is 8.3, baby!
2: Yeah, baby!
1: I was hoping that we'd have patch notes by now, like the the official patch release for this one, but it's fine. That's okay. So, we've
3: already pretty much extensively talked about what is coming out in 8.3 on this podcast so instead of just doing a full recap maybe we can just each talk about the thing or a few things that we're all most excited to see in 8.3 so slide do you have something you want to start us off with
1: yes So we have a slight replacement for Titan forging that gets my loins a quiver in. We have corrupted forging, corrupt forging, where it means that instead of Titan forging, like our usual items do, gaining like, what, fucking 20 eye levels, items become corrupted instead, which is, I think, them kind of toying around in the space of what do we replace Titan forging with? Because I'm not going to lie. Titan porching is a humongous problem in this game. Yeah. So we ran on regular mythic, and on my brand new warlock, Honors, our new GM of the skilled, got a 430 cape with a socket. This motherfucker titan forged up 30 levels with a socket. He traded it to me because he couldn't wear it. And my warlock just got like undeserved gear for running the easiest mythic of my life. And something about putting that cape on felt really dirty. I feel like items should not roll up this high. And it
3: also felt more dirty because two dungeons later with honors, we ran a mythic 10 and honors got that same cape without a socket, same eye level, just like not forged just for running a mythic 10. So like, a forge from a mythic zero got better than the base drop of a mythic ten. That just,
1: like not fair. It's so dumb, and like I'm welcoming these experiments with open arms. Please find a better solution to Titan forging because they've said that this corrupted items will not be will not be permanent. But I'm hoping that like it will give them some kind of like base to like change it with. You know.
3: Yeah. It, it's it's probably them testing to
1: see what is best for replacing Titan forging and like the next expansion. Also, I'm gonna cheat here because I have a second thing that I like a lot what? about this.
2: You're cheating hey. right out the gate.
1: Oh yeah, and let me tell you, it's uh probably not gonna be a popular one. There's gonna be a big island change happening here <laughs> with your Ooh. doubloons.
2: I do tell. I know nothing about this.
1: So I've been sitting on a lot of doubloons, trying to get that ugly ass albatross, mostly for the memes. But what's going to happen is, is in eight point three, they're going to release uh, crates, and these crates are going to be involved with each associated island. So you can buy a number of crates with with your doubloons to try to get your to try to roll the dice and get a chance at rewards. So like in, instead of having to run a million islands to get the mount you want. You have a chance of gambling your doubloons and opening a fuck ton of crates to try to get that same mount. So it's it's adding mm. a way to get these rewards that have been a pain in the ass to get. Because their drop rate is so low. Oh, are you
2: telling me that 2020 might be the year of Quest for Bat?
1: Oh fuck, it might just be. Oh damn, <laughs> I forgot about that flop of a segment.
3: Oh
1: god. Mm. So did that, I. That hurt me. It wasn't a full I g- Oh. I mean, is there a bet? I don't, did you I don't, get it? I don't.
2: And also, I don't <laughs> think I even did it. I don't even think I chronic- chronicled it
1: once. I thought you were a holy <laughs> was, priest. Why are you lighting my boy on fire right now? <laughs>
3: well, let's just say maybe there's a second meter We've recruited a few new healers. Maybe I will be going BM hunter. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> all
1: honestly, I probably won't, but whatever. Yeah, you have to heal. Anyway, what about you, Amin? What is what is your 8.3 excitement? Well, I could be very boring and say
3: that the thing I'm most excited for is the new raid, which I am genuinely really excited for. I feel like there has been a lot of hype for Shadowlands, which has taken away from the hype of this raid and this patch in general. But I feel like it's going to be very exciting to go to Ny'alotha and to take down Nazoth. i feel like this whole raid experience will be fun i'm excited to just raid again i feel like it's been forever since we've raided
2: it has been months
3: yeah i feel like that that alone should be enough for one thing that i am excited for in 8.3 but actually yeah now that i think about it the other thing i was going to say that i was excited about was that they are soft getting rid of titan Foraging, which slide already covered but instead of that i will say one thing i am angry about at blizzard
1: where are our account wide essences
2: but actually fuck though-
1: me fuck me where are listen i told you boys i have two fresh 120s i cannot believe i still have to do the opening najatar quest line to do anything else why i have st- Three alts already that are past this point. I have to send two more to the fucking gulags of Nazjatar? Why?
2: I had to get the teleporting essence for booty just so it would stop telling me that I have availability to put an essence there. I don't even use that teleporting one. I was just tired of the pop-up.
3: It's annoying because it tells you that even when you aren't able to put one in because you haven't gotten another one because they aren't account-wide. The fuck?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Like and like think about all the other people who are getting their alts to 120. We all have to fucking get these same essences we've already earned on our mains. We have to earn them again. It's so counterproductive for the players, and I get it for them. It's like, well, now they have to be sub for a longer time to get it done. But like I just don't want to do it because it's such a pain in my ass. Yeah, and as I said, this
3: will probably be one of the main reasons that I don't actually use an alt in this next raid.
1: <laughs> And that's and that's honestly sad. To get your alt to your mains level, it requires so much time and effort that it's honestly a fucking surge.
3: But yeah. Aaron, what is your take at
1: 8.3?
2: 8.3? I'm gonna hop in here and say, I'm all about the new aesthetics. We're talking about the new Allied races. You know, I've been holding on to the name Gelbin 2 for like seven months now, ever since we got an inkling that Mechanomes could be an allied race. I'm going to be in there as Gelbin 2, going to make my 17th gnome, even though it'll be my first Mechanome. Excited for that. Going to create one of the, the Volpera on Horde just to annoy people over there because they're <laughs> upset at any anthropomorphic animal they're always very upset to see and I'm excited for that worgen heritage armor even though it doesn't look so hot I can just turn off the hat and shoulders because in my wizened old age I'm like the coat looks okay and the pants so I'm excited for those coats and pants and I hope Mm. to see like one of the two worgen I see in my day to day also wearing them.
1: Holla fucking lula I said that wrong Holly lula Holla fucking Lou. That's my take on 8.30. Um, is it cheating if I have more takes on it? Because I just lied. I have one more huge exciting thing that I'm really ready for. Guys, we we forgot about the fucking auction house rehaul. They're rehauling the old fucking ass 2004 shitty auction house, and they're bringing it into current day. We are getting hot new UI updates. You can no longer sell in individual stacks. There's so many good changes coming that are going to benefit the fucking user and not the I have 40 alts who are going to mine and sell all these things. Like the common man like us will be able to use it without fear. Are they finally taking notes from the RuneScape Grand Exchange? I don't know what that means, but probably. Yeah,
2: no, that's what that's what WoW needs. Fuck this UI. Fuck going to a building. We all need to go by the river and drop your bones in front of you and just look at some guy who drops some meat.
1: My bread will not be lost. 1v1, man, wiggled will these shri-
2: <laughs> I, I wiggled at the shrimp for 30 minutes. Now it's on the fucking riverbank. You better have some chopped wood for me.
1: Is it also cheating if I have something that I'm afraid of in this patch? Because I'm very afraid of something in this patch. God damn, Slad. Yeah, shit, have just, have just, this whole segment about. became,
2: what a, What a slide think about 8.3.
1: Well, someone's gotta talk about this stuff. I am deathly afraid of Mechagon entering the Mythic Plus pool. We've ran Mechagon three times, despite us saying every episode, we should run this more. We never have. And now we have to remember the mechanics in Mythic Plus on like 10, 12, 15 keys, fuck me let me hit you with a hard truth right here you're acting
3: as if we won't just ignore those keys like we do our siege of Boralus keys i was about I to say with right.
2: with mythic you choose what your keys are so we can very easily choose to just never run that again i have run it once
1: my Raider I.O. is suffering because I've, I've never done a Siege of Pirellis Mythic Plus this entire season, which this season has lasted for what feels like fucking forever. I think with that, that's officially all of my pluses and minuses of the patch.
2: At least for now, give us 15 more minutes. <laughs> I'll think of some more.
3: And with that, I feel like we can slide on into our sexiest NPC of the week.
2: Oh. Mm, please.
3: And this week, we are coming at you with our first Sexiest NPC of 2020, our first Sexiest NPC of this new pool of candidates for this upcoming Sexiest NPC of the World Slash Year. And this week, we have Matthias Shaw, baby!
1: Oh. Oh. Oh! His shoulders!
3: His shoulders!
2: He may be <sighs> part of SI7, but I would S-H-D suck his
1: dick. <laughs> I was like, S-H-D? What is that? <laughs> I-, I was What's like, like whipping was... out my little like
3: uh dictionary. I'm like, S-H-D? But yes, I would also suck his dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020. We're starting out... <laughs>
1: even raunch cheer. This man has the coolest pauldrons in the game. I have tried to make these Says eagle you. pauldrons work on all my fucking alts and my mains, and I cannot fucking do it. I don't know how he does it. One could say
3: that against all odds, he makes these pauldrons work on his mog, baby.
1: Ooh, that was Ooh. good. That was really fucking good.
2: Ooh, I like that. Mm, I love that he canonically has that windblown hair, which I don't even think Is that a custom model? Can other humans have, like, that hair strand?
1: No, yeah. That so gently descends down his cheek?
3: Are you sure he has, like, one
1: swoop? I'm like, this is like some K-pop shit up in here. Okay, how many of y'all play humans, first of all? Silence. I'm pretty pretty sure Alan, my death knight, is wearing this current haircut right now.
2: I wouldn't brag about owning a human. That's kind of hum- being like, no, man. Humans? I, I had Humans today.
1: Humans, much like Matthias Shaw, get the option to look the very fucking best. Oh, everything fits so perfectly on their tight torso and their little legs. Mm, they're so elongated. I'm like gnomes. They look beautiful.
2: Mm, but the, my favorite part of Matthias Shaw, not his armor, not his blades, not his wit. It's that tasty flavor saver he's got chilling around his mouth
1: oh his voice dude his voice is hey it's me Matthias Shaw I always whisper because I'm cool and sexy like how does he do it Like, we
3: are an ASMR podcast, but I feel like Matthias Shaw is, like, recording his own ASMR podcast on that boat in Borealis every time I want to recruit some more
1: minions. But seriously, how does he always whisper out loud? I don't get it. It's so loud, but such a whisper. It's so great. especially,
2: Especially on a crowded pier on a boat. It's like... And he's still over here like, champion, come
0: over here so I can... (sighs) <sighs> gently breathe in your ear.
1: <laughs> and you honestly, you can't forget his pose. Arms crossed, uh, leg crossed upon his other... I almost said legs akimbo. That's not a thing. It's arms akimbo. <laughs> your legs can't be He's got his legs <laughs> spread as shit.
2: He's got his, his peener dingling there right on the boat.
3: <laughs> but in all honesty, he's leaning really cool against the boat, I think. Oh, he is. He is is.
2: I just think he's a big cutie. I want to give him a little kiss on his cheek.
3: Mm. And with that, we have
1: our first sexiest NPC of the week, Matthias Shaw. Honestly, I thought this stakes was so high now that we all know what the end is going to culminate in. If you are entered in this list, you are among the prestigious Oh, the prestige. And, like, I'll admit it, we were not sure
3: that there was an end goal when we first named, started naming them last time. But now we know that next year, we will have around 52 candidates for the sexiest NPC of the year. And Matthias Shaw is the first entrant in this pool. Although I will say last year, Commander Linden was our first entrant. so I was about oh, to shit. say, it
2: was, it was one and done last year. So who knows? Matthias Shaw, he may have just punched his ticket to fame.
1: If we put two male humans in, I'm pretty sure someone will attack us. And I don't blame them for attacking I'm us. pretty
2: sure I would attack us. Yeah,
1: I think I would also attack us. Yeah, so Matthias, you're sexy for at least this week,
3: but get out of here.
2: Ooh, Matthias, <laughs> get ready to lose in round two.
3: <laughs> but that's a whole year away. So I think it's about that time of the podcast for us to wrap some things up and head on into our top toot bottom boot or medium mute of the week. And if you're just joining us in episode one of season two, this is the part where we tell you guys what our favorite or worst or most mediumist moment of the week was. So Slide, what do you got for us this week? I
1: have a big old fat. Top toot for y'all to look at. Wait, sorry, what did you say? What? What do you have for us? Yeah, A big what old do you have? Top toot. There you go. Thank you. Anyway, for years, I have tried and tried to make myself enjoy how Warlock plays. Back in Draenor, I was like, maybe I'll use my Warlock and I'll have fun. Hated it. Maybe in Legion, hated it. Maybe in BFA, hated it. But now at the end of BFA, they have made their proper model changes and I have found myself in a seat where I consider Warlock a serious contender for my main of this Ooh. expansion. I 100% love how disgusting disgusting chaos bolt is it's not quite as gross as greater pyro on my majors i love but the fact that i can cleave aaron imagine having two greater fire blasts that can hit two enemies at once it isn't that strong but it's mm. on the like, it's, it's it's crawling up there it's getting there. that's
2: powerful
1: mm. I have a nasty little dirty dwarf who canonically is supposed to be a dark iron dwarf and I'm afraid because I don't want to buy a race change for him because last time I bought last time I bought a race change for a dwarf, I played them for two months and I threw him away. So hopefully this warlock stays a regular dwarf, but I really, really love how destruction plays and I love how affliction plays. So I'm kind of scared and excited that I might be mating a warlock in 8.3 portals teleports i oh, wait. i think you should wait. oh why uh because i'm entirely
2: selfish and you're a much better fire mage than i am so i'm willing to have you stop being that so i'm like <laughs> i'm not like one second banana my own my own <laughs> class
1: if it helps if i was playing mage i am considering going arcane because arcane is doing crazy damage in all aspects right now so i might change my mage spec or I might play Warlock. Who knows? But the just the, the idea that I have the chance to main Warlock is kind of getting me hyped. You so. can soulstone me. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, a, a B, B- res. Cookies for everybody. Summons a cool little pet named Fuzfoon. Ugh, love him. You you know you know what? If
2: you were a Warlock and I stayed a Mage, that'd be a lot of out of battle utility. Immune would have to think about what he's bringing to the party.
1: Uh, I agree. What's, Priest, he what's he bringing? Priest
2: really only can levitate, and I don't face, see levitation.
1: Oh, his face is going to come for you right now. Get ready. You, you, you better hide. You better hide, Aaron. I don't know what
3: utility you want besides not fucking dying, but that's fine.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, what about you, Aaron? What, what's your top two medium-mute medium, bottom boo? Oh, my week. bottom
2: brute is that the pursuit of lore Master has brought me to outland and that that map too damn big is is it, too big, and it still has the outland quest style of like you enter a town and there are seventy three thousand people who need to talk to you so many that you can't get them all. You can't like scoop them all up and do them at the same time. You have to go in waves and it just, you you fly seven miles to go kill a man, fly seven miles back for him to be like, oh, seven of my friends want you to go 20 miles this way to go kill two other men. It's
0: gross. I hate it.
2: And I'm so sad that past me did half of it already, but I'm so happy that current me only has to do half of it now.
3: Well, welcome to the club of us that have given... Questing in Outland, a bottom boot of the week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, immune. What's your TT BB MM?
3: My top toot of the week is along the lines of our guild drama discussion, I will say my top two of the week is leaving a guild that felt toxic, and I didn't even realize how toxic it was until we joined this new incarnation of our same guild. Because after joining this new guild, I feel like there's been a renewed sense of all of us having a community. All of us feel connected, We're at any given point, active and running several different kinds of content we have like a group doing mythic pluses we have a group doing islands we have a group just questing we it, it's just nice and all of us are in discord and talking it, it just is a nice feeling for once
2: mm-hmm. when i used to look at the old discord i think oh this is so toxic i look at the new one and i think she's so lucky is that the name of that song and then I'm like, "Hit me, baby, one more time. Let's keep doing this."
1: Uh, boom! She's so lucky. She's so lucky. She's a but she of the song? She's so lucky. <laughs> she's a cries and cries and cries
3: cries cries lonely and cries lonely heart heart heart
2: and cries and cries and Come and and Probably that's the name of the song.
1: That's Crit right now, fucker.
2: (laughs) He's he's singing that in his camper with his wife of 30 years.
1: It's like Crit crying in his GM castle. Ugh. Well, with that, I think we're out of here. Sorry for the guild drama, but we had to get it off our chest. If you have any complaints, comments, questions, concerns, why not join the guild? You can find us at Do Not Relent pod at gmail.com or tweeted us at do not relent pod on twitter what about you guys we're working to find you on the internet
3: you can find me alex or immunization on twitter at new era alex or you can follow our pod instagram on the gram at do not relent
2: you can follow me, Aaron the Human, at The Big a Cheesy on Twitter. And you can follow our literary musings at livejournal.do not
1: And with that, I've had too much gin, so it's time for us to get the fuck out of here. See you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proud premier podcast.
2: That was a very good wish!